When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. I've heard it said that the thrill of romance can be like a heavenly dream. I go to bed mm. with oh, a brother just to make love to me. Strangers, it's so good. You ever pray to a deity of your choice that woman's son would make love to you? Not yet, no. I have not. That's what this is. I think it is. That's music. Thank you. Let's play that on Balloon Party. Down. Wide Ladies and Thursday. gentlemen, welcome back. It's TMA. Yeah, on the Wide Birth Thursday coming up at 10 o'clock. At 9 o'clock, uh, Eric and Drew swings in the studio. I think he was going to withdraw from the segment. I said, you can't possibly do that. So he's going to cuck himself in that chair in the corner that mm-hmm. you can see if you're watching on and YouTube. put on the cuck hat right right plow hawk. I can yeah, donate my chair if necessary. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll we stand. got a chair shortage. Oh, all right. Well, that's big of you. Ken is focused on texting his girlfriend. That's from Donnie Braden in the YouTube chat. What does that mean? I don't know. He has a girlfriend? Boy, wouldn't that be it? We haven't, we haven't heard about that. Is it Donnie Braden? Ooh. Meta. Texting. I don't know that he needs any more girlfriends. He's he's got so many. And he's only doing cowgirl. Yeah. <laughs> he's made that clear to all the ladies yeah. in the area. Three one four eight eight one TMA five EDF group text inbox email in for our design air heating and cooling email of the day the morning after at InsideSTL.com. I don't know what to say, but I kind of got some sports topics. We Doug, could, here you go. What do you could, want? We could say touch on them. We could touch on them. Because uh, we got sound galore. Doug Armstrong, did you happen to hear Doug Armstrong's press conference I did yesterday? not. We carried it live on Balloon Party, and Jeremy Rutherford said he was going to take questions that he received on TMA from our listeners and then ask them to Doug Armstrong. Mm-hmm. I never heard him ask about the latrines in the press box, so I'm a little pissed about that because yeah, I know our right. audience wanted to hear about it's that. It's a missed opportunity. Uh, but he did ask about realistic expectations for the team. Now, listen closely to this, and Plowhawk, you in particular, and I'm curious what you think once you hear what he said. Yeah, I think we should. We, You know, if you look at uh, – I'd love to get third place. I think that uh, if you – you know, I think third might be an easier thing uh, to get than, than the one of the two wild card spots. So I, I think we should be competitive. But, uh, again, it doesn't really matter what, what I think or what anyone thinks. It's what we're going to do. I, I think we should be 
competitive with with the groups with that uh with that you know if you break the league into thirds i hope to be in the in competitive with that middle third and i hope to be at the top end of that middle third that's our goal going in and then as you as we all see every year you make the playoffs things happen goalies go on a heater the wrong guy gets hurt in the first round you get a bad call go against uh you or you get a good call go against for you and, and you're, you're on to the second round and then everything changes so uh, I'm not quite as I'm not concerned about uh, about quite where we fit in the standing. Quite honestly, Jair, is is do we build that foundation back to where it was in the past, and can we start building something that has uh, to put us in the same spot where I say I where I personally view Colorado and Dallas now uh, with experienced players that have the pedigree and and have the perception that they should be winning championships. You know, where we have been there for the better part of a decade, we're not there today, and my goal is to to build this foundation to get back there as quick as possible. So yeah. I can't wait to hear what you guys think. And it's the first time I guess you're both of you were hearing it. Right. When that when he said that, now we were like I said, we were playing it live during our show on 101 ESPN. Some people texted and go, what in the hell is he saying? Third place, nice goal. And other people are like, this is so refreshing. So you heard it. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Well, I think it's both. I think he's being very realistic. We're just used to hearing people saying, yeah, we think we can win the whole thing with this bunch. And he's not going to try to pull that wool over our eyes, I guess. But uh, I guess I think as the season gets started, I think just about anybody would say third place. Yeah, we'll take it. Because I don't, I don't see how they improve very much. They did nothing to the defense. The defense was the big problem last year. They did nothing and with it. That's the issue with the defense is they can't do anything with the defense. Yeah. They're stuck with these contracts. Plowick, what did you think? Well, I, I'm out of it. Love Doug Armstrong. And I absolutely love what he said. You gotta so be, did I. you got to be right, transparent. So we're on the same page. I think third and central are going to be a tough climb anyways. I, I, I think the team's in about that two- to four-year rebuild mode. You're building or, you know, you pick Kairou and Thomas, certainly with no contract, to build around. And that takes time in hockey. You can't just do that over, you know, a year. He's made some bad calls, not signing Petrangelo. I, I, it's so, but at least he's transparent and honest with the fan base, and I respect that. So I, I'm not mad one bit. This team is not very good. And, and so I loved it. But then he also laid out, and I don't know if it was strategic or if he was just thinking as he was talking, that, listen, if we get into third place, you see what happens in the playoffs. That gets us in there, and then who who knows what happens. Yeah. But we are not at the level of Colorado or Dallas. We have been, but right now we're not, and we're looking to build toward it. So it's not necessarily our place in the standings so much as the attitude of the team to start getting back in the next couple of years to where we were. And I'm like, God, that's such a great answer. And as strange as it sounds, even though the Blues are acknowledging that they, you know, the goal, realistic goal, I mean, certainly they'd love to win the Central and win the Cup, but the realistic goal is more third place. I think the Blues are most likely closer to a championship, as in a Stanley Cup, than the Cardinals are to a world championship. And I, I think the Cardinals are in this weird spot where you have, I think, I also think it's what, what does the owner want, of course. Kind of goes without saying, but just to lay that out there, that if the Cardinal owner, Bill DeWitt, says every year we want to be competitive, we weren't competitive this year, so then you may kind of go all in-ish on the Goldschmidt-Arenado thing, and then you can create a problem in the back half of the decade if you're allocating huge dollars. And with what Aaron Nola did last night in Philadelphia and what he did in the first round, all he's doing is making more money uh, for himself this offseason. And so it can create a problem if you do go, okay, we got to be competitive, so now we gotta, we got to fix 
what we had this past year, and we can't fix it inside the organization. We have to go out and sign free agents. And as you see with the baseball playoffs, you may have a nice regular season, but all hell can break loose once the postseason rolls around. So mm-hmm. I like what the Blues are doing. I, li- I like what the Blues are doing, and I loved what Doug Armstrong said yesterday. I loved that. Those are the comments you would expect to hear maybe in a closed-door organizational meeting where they're honest with each other, but not really what they usually say to the public. Mm-hmm. But see, it's a diff- completely different than what you see Mozilla. And you just said they're different personality. They're different. It's a different sport. You got more money and more eyes are on Major League Baseball than they are in hockey. I get that. But, you know, Mozilla comes out like kind of condescending, a little pretentious at times, annoyed about simple questions about a starting rotation. Oh, well, we have six pitchers. Turns out you got two or three. So I, I like Doug Armstrong. He admits when he's wrong. You know, he kind of tells you how it is in terms of his team. And I like that. Yeah. You're not going to win the Central. I mean, Colorado and Dallas are light years ahead of a lot of teams in the league, especially the Blues. So good for him. Yeah, yeah. all right. Uh, so uh, we're on the same page with it. I was wondering because there, there were some people who were irritated, but most of the most of the responses during it were positive. But it's just such a clear contrast to the Cardinal messaging. But also I think hockey's a different set of circumstances. It's not apples to apples. Number one, we have two different kinds of owners, but also you have a cap. And that, that's, you know, that's a material conversation. And the Blues are up against the cap, even with doing nothing. And that's where those contracts for the defensemen really mm-hmm. banged them. Uh, Doug, uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers uh, <laughs> are no longer with us. Lance Lynn was with us, and he gave up four home runs in an inning. Right. Like 100 he's given up this year? Well, they know it's a fastball. And so if, uh, if they're able to... Uh, to catch up with it, they're going to hit it, and that's what the Diamondbacks did four times in the first inning. Uh, Major League Baseball had four, excuse me, three teams win 100 games this year. Only one is left, and that one team might be gone tonight. Mm -hmm. The Atlanta Braves, uh, the Dodgers are gone. The Braves are on the verge of ending it, and there was a little storyline. I wasn't aware of this, Um, but everybody's using things for motivation. Uh, Kirby Smart last year was keen to the disrespect his Georgia Bulldogs mm-hmm. were getting as they were ranked number one throughout the year. <laughs> right. With uh, five stars across the board, by the way. Brian Kelly uh, is still pissed about Missouri's homecoming <laughs> and how LSU was scheduled for Missouri's homecoming. Mm-hmm. And Bryce Harper and Nick Castellanos not happy. Do you say Castellanos or Castellanos? Which one do you say? I say Castellanos. I like the I like the Simon Owls. Castellanos. Castellano. Well, the you double L in Spanish Olavable becomes a Y. That's what I wanted. Castellanos. Yeah. You want Jose Real? I wanted. I wanted Castellanos when he was a free agent. Didn't get him. I wanted Harper. Trust me. Yeah, I remember that conversation. We wanted Paul. Stanton. Thank God we didn't get him. Chris David too. We didn't get him. But conversation about that though. But either way, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Bryce Harper was not happened with. Not happy with. Uh, is is it Os- Oswald Orlando? Orlando. Arcia. Yeah. Um, and uh, he uh, somehow was quoted, even though it was a you know a private conversation in the Braves clubhouse, saying "Attaboy Harper" when he was doubled off first base to end Game Two of the LDS between the Phillies and Braves. Mm-hmm. That pissed Bryce Harper off. Uh, here's Bryce Harper last night. I mean, anytime anybody says something, right? I mean, that's what it's all about. Did you enjoy staring him down? Yeah, I mean, I stared right at him. Uh, so when he was <laughs> rounding first base so to go good. to second, oh, so the first time 
he stared him down, and then he hit another home run, and he was rounding first base and going to second, mm-hmm. rounding second, and he stared him down. Arcia, uh, through a translator, was a little confused by everything that happened. Here is uh, the exchange in the Braves clubhouse oh, with the media. Okay. I'd like to hear that. Did you intend for it to get packed up uh, when you saw that? No está supuesto escucharlo, por eso lo estamos celebrando en el clubhouse. Uh, he, he wasn't supposed to hear. That's why we were celebrating. That was where we were uh, talking in the clubhouse. Nope. He understood the question, but answered it in Spanish. Yeah. I think they cut out the translation. Yeah, they cut out the translation. For expediency. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah, I watched the exchange, and the translator asked him. Uh, so, yeah, he's like, yeah, it was said it in the clubhouse. It wasn't something that was like a, a post-game press conference. So somebody, reporter, then takes it, and then that mm-hmm. becomes Philly's bulletin board material, and whether or not that led to a pitch that Bryce Harper found in his wheelhouse two different times and Castellanos, same thing. And uh, and then the, the Phillies used that as motivation last night. Take your pick. Either way, Aaron Nola dealt again. And he didn't have a great regular season by his standards, but he has been carving people up in the postseason so far, and all he's going to do is just make more and more money, especially if the Phillies go on to win the World Series and they are a win away from going to the LCS where they will take on the Diamondbacks, kind of the team we all had circled. Sure. Yeah. Team's loaded. Uh, I think Bryce Harper's a good good guy to build a team around. I he lo- just seems like he'd be a, he's a great team leader. He seems to shine in the big moments. He doesn't shy away from anything. He'll play wherever you ask him to play. And he's a guy that's cocky but absolutely backs it up. His yeah. playoff numbers are insane. Mm-hmm. And what I love, I you say what you want about Philly fans in terms of football, but those crowds that they're getting – Oh, and the, the, the volume when he, those guys it, hit those home runs. That place insane. is nuts. Like, Philly, Philadelphia is the only market that had better TV ratings than the Cardinals this year. And if you see they about the game, you can tell why. Like, they are mm. invested. That team is good. I, I, mm. I don't know why they would want to try to let Aaron Noah walk. I'm, I'd be shocked if I'm he sure went anywhere else. Yeah, I, I would be shocked if he went anywhere else. Oh, really? You think yeah. he stays with Philly? Yeah. And I like that Middleton, their owner. He just seems like it just seems like a fun organization to be. And I'm I'm with you, Doug. I love me some Bryce Harper. Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So the Phillies uh, trailed the Braves by 14 games uh, when it was all said and done in the National League East, but they are about to uh, vanquish them if they can get one of the next two in the best of five. The Diamondbacks finished 16 games ahead. Excuse me, the Dodgers finished 16 games ahead of the Diamondbacks, and uh, they are going home. Mookie Betts was asked about the playoff format uh, and it being more difficult with the time off for the higher seeds, and uh, he said uh, no comment. I don't think now is the time to get into that. Clayton Kershaw was asked about it. Here is what he had to say. Look, it's hard. I mean, pitching maybe not so much, but obviously offensively, these guys are so used to playing every day, so... um, I get it, extra teams and, um, you know, more money, all that stuff. I get it. But uh, I do think that, I mean, I, I'm not a hitter, but it does seem like it's a bit of a challenge for guys. It's not an excuse, though. I mean, at the end of the day, we had a good opportunity, and, um, you know, we should have won two out of three, three out of five. 
I think uh, Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts combined for one hit. One for 21. Betts was 0 for 11 in the three games. Point oh eight three. Like, you can blame all of, uh, you. You just blame what you, you – they did terrible in that series. Like, yeah. you can't really blame the – I don't like the format anyways. I'll be first to say I think there are too many teams. I, I'm, with, I'm with Kershaw on the offensive element, but dude, it didn't But I reach a point every day. I mean, you – they were just out, outmanned. Yeah. Well, if, if the uh, Phillies do beat the Braves, that will mean three of the four uh, lower seeds will be in the LCSs. The Rangers and Astros are in the NLCS uh, after the Astros beat the Twins last night. Uh, Presley uh, with the K to wrap things up, strikes out the side on a backwards K on... Uh, Kepler, and I thought that was a strike. I don't know if anybody was watching. Yeah, the same thing. Don't yeah. you think it was a strike? I, mean, was just, I don't know how he can take the pitch that's, with your season on the line that's, there. Yeah. He had gotten the first two hitters in that inning with a breaking ball and two strikes, and I think that's what he was sitting on, and then the fastball paints the outside portion of the plate. So he's done. Carlos Correa, the former Astro, winds up sitting there on deck, never getting a chance. And Justin Verlander had this to say in the Astros clubhouse, as the Astros no go to their seventh straight LCS. I didn't realize that's, they had done yeah, that. That's incredible. Insane. In this era, it's great. Well, they cheated one year, at least. <laughs> at least. They didn't cheat last year. Who's going to do the celebration? Who's going to do the celebration? Me. Yeah. Who wants to do the No, no, no. I'm doing the World Series. You do this. Yeah. Seasons, you know, nothing went our way early. We battled through injuries. Yeah. Um, we grinded. I wasn't even f-ing here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to be back. Yeah. Seventh f-ing time. Seventh f-ing time. All right. Don't look that. Don't take that for granted. On seven. Everybody pop these balls. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> Justin Verlander, who was traded over and made the return, got to do the celebration speech. And, uh, they waited for seven to begin the champagne celebration. Seven straight LCSs for the Astros. That should be that could be good entertainment. I don't know if that's been done before. So. It has not. That is the longest stretch. You know who has the second longest stretch? I would think the Yankees or the Braves. Well, the Yankees probably. No, I'm sorry. It's actually the Braves. Yeah. Yankees had theirs interrupted. Um, uh, Ninety-seven. 97. In the, the 50s, the Yankees. I apologize in advance, yeah. the Cleveland Indians. Have you seen Alex Bregman's postseason numbers, by no. the way? No. What are they? They're insane. Like, he he passed, I think, Jeter for most hits. Most I, hits ever in the postseason? Just in terms of hits, he passed Jeter in hits. In po- I can just think about that in terms of how many times Jeter made the playoffs. Yeah. The I mean, the age of Bregman. Like, that team... Is but, insane. But that's the all-time record now for. I don't think it's all-time. I think he just it might be because they put. Obviously, it's not apples to apples. Yeah, because most of the guys who. You right. Know, the Mickey Mantles of the world right, they play, they only got a World seven. Series. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's that's just the format. Uh, so that could be entertainment because the Astros and Rangers have done some uh, battles this year with bench clearing brawls, and then uh, Doug Diamondbacks and Phillies. When Fox was hoping for Braves and Dodgers, uh, that is what uh, is lurking unless the Braves can win two in a row. And if any team could do that, it certainly would be the Braves. Winning two games in a row isn't the most difficult uh, task. But when you're going into Philadelphia and they're playing like they're playing, that will be uh, a task. And finally, I deep teased this Missouri recruiting news. Mm -hmm. 
This is big doings. Yeah. This is big doings. Uh, Ryan Wingo of the University High School, who a couple of weeks ago we were talking with Gabe Diarman, and, and after he visited Texas, uh, it looked like he was going to go be a Longhorn. Uh, it rivals uh, reporter by the name of Clint Cosgrove. Doug, do you know Clint Cosgrove? No. Has not only moved him off of uh, Texas, he now has him going to the University of Missouri. Oh, he does. Listen to Jackson in the Horton Watkins yeah. studio. Dude, if they get Wingo, I'm done bashing Missouri. Gabe also said if you get Wingo, you're more likely to get McClellan. Well, that's where I was going next. Uh, and I, when I was texting with Gabe this morning, because I wanted to make sure I reported it properly, because it's not like Wingo announced. No. But this is uh, a, a recruiting reporter for rivals, Clint Cosgrove. Um, so Gabe says, uh, I'm not sure it's breaking news, but what I report is the indications are Missouri has serious momentum. And then our Midwest analyst, Clint Cosgrove, put in a prediction for Mizzou to land him. Uh, and then he said, I actually think, uh, the bigger news could be the McClellan news because McClellan, according to what Gabe's reporting is, if Wingo goes to Missouri, it increases the chances that McClellan decommits from Ohio state and goes to Missouri. And what does he play? He's a wide receiver C- at CBC. I'm confused. They want to play together. Some people would think, I think, just logically, that, well, if one's there, then that's going to take away touches for the other, but they want to play together. Yeah. Now, if Wingo goes to Texas or somewhere else, then McClellan likely stays at Ohio State or Oregon is in play for him. Yeah. He's committed to Ohio State. And Mookie Cooper did that, didn't he? Ohio State and found out, wait a minute, I'm just another guy here. Right. Why and, don't and, I go to Missouri? And, and Gabe wrote about that yesterday. He said a lot of guys you know, from St. Louis, not a lot, but a higher percentage than recently, went there because they saw Ezekiel Elliott's success and they wanted to be the next Ezekiel Elliott. And mm. then they got there and they're going, oh, well, crap, I'm just another guy. There's only one Ezekiel Elliott. Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong, you have Marvin Harrison Jr., and you've had some superstars there, but if you're not one of the superstars, you are just another guy, whereas you could go potentially to a place like Columbia, especially with this window Missouri has with the unique NIL law, Mm -hmm. and capitalize on it. And so you could now see Luther Burden coming, and then uh, two years later the announcement that Wingo and McClellan from CBC, Mm -hmm. Ryan Wingo from St. Louis U High, come. And uh, I think a lot of it, even though the LSU thing was disappointing, to see the offense moving like it was is a hell of a lot different than what you saw in the first couple of weeks of the season. Granted, that was against South Dakota and Middle Tennessee, but they looked so lethargic. And then if you're Ryan Wingo and you see Texas beat up on Alabama and Tuscaloosa, you go, well, hell, that's where I want to go. And then this Missouri offense has gotten going, and uh, that is why Clint Cosgrove now reports Wingo to Missouri. And uh, and then if he goes, Gabe's understanding is McClellan could be apt to decommit from Ohio State to come to Columbia so they can play together. Are they both seniors? Yeah. Yes. I'm and just... do we expect Burden to leave for the draft after this year? No, he can't. Because you can't. He can't. He so you, can, so you could possibly have all three of those wide receivers for next year? That's right. But my whole thing is, I, I don't know if that's a – Wingo's a – I'm confused by the quarter, by the wide receiver room. Like I, I understand you want to play together, but what did that mean? Because McClellan may not be able to see the field until his sophomore or junior year. Theo Weiss can come back. Am I correct? No, I think he. I think this is his last year of eligibility. Is it okay? Okay, then that opens transfer. it up a little bit. Well, I, mean, I think what is interesting the most is if you develop this stable of wide receiver of uh, wide receivers, what the transfer portal could look like for a quarterback. You they know, need one. How attractive that would be 
to a fourth, fifth-year quarterback who wants to play with top-tier receivers. That was going to be my next question was, Brady Cook's legit, I told you guys, by the way. Brady Cook is legit, but he also only has a year of eligibility after this. Am I correct? Yeah, he's a redshirt junior as of right now. So, But the COVID year, I don't know how I mean, again, And Sam Horn, he more than likely will transfer a focus on baseball, one of the two. I don't see him ever I, I strapping agree. it up. Uh, unless there's an injury and he comes in and goes Lights off, it, yeah. then yes, I would agree. As this thing stand right now, that is, that is uh, likely. All right, we got a break because Erica and oh, Jim yeah. Swings okay. are here, Doug. And uh, Jackson and I are going to have him on Balloon Party. But first, just kind of as a little appetizer, we're going to have him right here in studio. Okay. The Michelob Ultra Studios on TMA. Iggy, you're going to stay in for this. Uh, I'll be over there in the corner with the cook hat on. I just, I just texted uh, Brianna. And said that Brianna Coppage. Yeah, that Erica swings and um, her husband will be in. If you want to watch on YouTube, you can and chime in on the chat. And she just responded, "Awesome." So maybe we'll. So see Brianna Coppage awesome. is going to be in the YouTube chat. Don't oh, watch the YouTube numbers may. go up. Huh. The awesome okay. was. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Awesome. They're going to be on. I won't be on, but. <laughs> yeah, no, she, she may jump that. in. I don't know. She didn't answer the question. She just said, awesome. Uh, Glenn Betts Jewelers is where you can go if uh, you are in the market for jewelry for your loved one. Holidays approaching. Engagement season. Cuffing season, Doug, as they call it. That's what it is? Yeah. GlennBettsJewelers.com. G-L-E-N-N-B-E-T-Z. Jewelers.com. It's on Manchester, about a mile east of I-270 in the Manchester exit. Uh, Craig and David Betts, third and fourth generation of the Betts family. There you're not, uh, they're not so They get to know you. They don't track you down just to get a, a sale done. They get to know you. That's what it feels like, yeah. Uh, it's Glenn Betts Jewelers online at G-L-E-N-N-B-E-T-Z-Jewelers.com. Loyal sponsor of TMA. Really good people. It's Glenn Betts Jewelers. Uh, all right, we will take a commercial break. Send your emails in. Design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. Drew and Erica Swings in studio next here on TMA from the Michelob Ultra Studios. <laughs> 